What's up, gentle listeners, and thank you so much for tuning in for episode 92 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. The Philadelphia Eagles are 5-0. They remain one of the only two undefeated teams in the NFL, and now we are looking to turn the page to week six. They are going to be heading to New York City to play the New York Jets. And so I am joined by one of my NABJ family members. His name is Justin Walters, and he currently serves as the sports anchor and reporter at WPIX 11 in New York City. So what's up, Justin? How are you feeling on this Thursday morning? NABJ in the building. Of course, I'm feeling good. Thank you for having me on this platform. Talk about the Eagles and Jets, but yeah, all is well in a good place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to get into this. We're going to dive right into it. Like I mentioned, the Eagles are 5-0. and the Jets are two and three after they picked up their second season, uh, second one of the season against the Denver Broncos on week five. The final score was 31 to 21. And so we're going to get into all the key matchups and everything. But I wanted to dive into some of the bigger storylines surrounding the Jets first. So starting with their right tackle, Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, he suffered a season-ending injury week five, tore his ace, uh, Achilles tendon, and so he's going to be out. And so I wanted to ask you, how significant of a loss is this for the Jets, and who is going to be expected to replace him on Sunday against the Birds? It's a massive loss. You cannot undermine it whatsoever. And ironically, his injury took place at the very same stadium last year where he had his other season-ending injury, which was a tricep. So something about mile high just doesn't go well. But Elijah Vera Tucker usually primarily plays guard. He shifted over to tackle just because it's been a game of musical chairs this season for the Jets at the offensive line. And that was the big red flag coming into the year. It's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, you have all these nice shiny toys on the offensive side. The defense is expecting to be top five again. The offensive line has been a big Achilles heel, no pun intended, for them this entire year. So losing Elijah Vera Tucker, ABT, is massive. And they're going to try to do the next man up, Max Mitchell. They brought in a few different other people to do some workouts. But I just don't know how they're able to advance, let alone beat this Eagles team, which is with which has a lethal pass rush, and try to protect Zach Wilson. I just don't know how it can happen. Yeah, and Hassan Reddick, he started off quiet, you know, earlier this season, and now he has three sacks in the last two games. And so after he got that cast off of his thumb, like he's definitely been heating up. And so he's definitely probably going to be going up against uh, whoever is going to replace Vera Tucker. And so that's definitely going to be a interesting matchup to just pay attention to. Another storyline that has definitely surfaced recently is, like you mentioned, going into the season, Aaron Rodgers was expected to be the starting quarterback. He got hurt. Now it's Zach Wilson. And so changes, like the plans have changed. And so wide receiver Miko Hardman was expected to play a significant role. And he's just been quiet. Like we haven't really been seeing too much from him. He has just one catch for six yards and four games a season, which is definitely, I would be disappointed. And he's vocalized his frustrations with the media and everything. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts also on the Jets looking at you know, potential options trading him. The trade deadline is October 31st. And so what have you been hearing about this? Yeah, Hardman spoke yesterday about trying to get some more playing time. It honestly just doesn't make sense, him being a Super Bowl champion. And I know everyone is being glamorized or really heads over heels when it comes to looking at the Miami Dolphins and all the speed that they have. But if you look at the Jets roster, 
not to say that it could be as fast as Miami, but when you have Brees Hall in the backfield to clock 20 miles per hour coming out of with some of those long distance runs, we know how fast McCole Hardman is. You also have uh, Wilson on the outside and you also have Xavier Gibson, which leads me to my next point is because Gibson has been this breakout star from Hard Knocks, the game winning touchdown on Monday Night Football season opener. He's taken away from some of those reps. They're trying to use the younger guy because he's part of their system. And unfortunately, Hardman has been left with the short stick. So I do think that they can still find ways in this Nathaniel Hackett system to try to get more reps for Hardman, but it just hasn't panned out. And really, I just don't think it makes any type of sense. You have to find ways to give your ball, give the ball to your playmakers. And he certainly is one of them. He has lightning quick speed. If Mahomes can use him, Trust me, Zach Wilson can as well. <laughs> Let's stay with the offense, focusing on Zach Wilson. Um, we all know he's had up and downs. And so he looked pretty poised and somewhat in control of the offense. He did what they asked him to do week five. And so he had a strong performance. He went 19 of 26 for 199 yards, no touchdowns, and he did have an interception. Um, and so what's your confidence level in Zach Wilson being able to stack strong performances? I think this is the game where he really has to have a coming out party. You can call it the one against the Chiefs, but yes, he did outplay Patrick Mahomes, but they still lost. They're two and three. They're trying to get to 300, then go into the bye. Then after the bye, you play against the Giants. Last week was okay. Like it really was a shitty, oh, sorry. It really <laughs> was a, my fault. It really was a mediocre game. Like for the most part, the second half, you had the long breeze hall touchdown and then things started to pick up. And then on the defensive side, Quincy Williams was playing like one of the best linebackers in the league. He celebrated a little bit too early, but it's all good. <laughs> Bryce Hall was there to pick it up the scoop and score for the touchdown. But overall, I think that Wilson has to find ways to make those throws, whether it be the short quick and outs, yeah. the nice touch passes that he had to the tight end when they played against Kansas City. But there were still some throws that he left there out there on the field. And I think because of this Eagles defense, whether it be Slay on the outside or Bradbury, I know Bradbury wasn't having the best week last week, but still you have to try to find ways to attack them and those mistakes are going to be few and far between. You're going against a team that's undefeated, reigning yep. NFC champs. You have to make sure that those mistakes are limited because this team isn't good to win when they have turnovers. They have everything. They need everything to go right. Denver was a bad team. And yes. they won that game. Yeah, and they almost beat the Chiefs, but they didn't. And then some people are saying that it's fool's gold that they won the season opener. So here's an opportunity to show. Deeper into the season, what can you do with this great opportunity ahead of you? Another bright spot from week five was running back Brees Hall, like you already mentioned. And so he dominated, you know, he had 177 yards and a touchdown. Mind you, the Eagles are not the Denver Broncos. And so how confident are you in his ability to be able to have that same success going up against this Eagles defensive front? They're going to have to find creative ways to block on the outside and make sure that he's hitting the A gap and the B gap. I just don't know if he's going to be as effective as he was against Denver because they're coming into this game knowing that, quote unquote, the restriction is out of there. The handcuffs are off. He had a season ending injury. Also, the same game that ABT had an injury at Mile High last year. Last week was the first week that they said that, OK, no more pitch count. And we saw what Brees was able to do. Reese is really good, but when you have a banged up interior and exterior in front of you, 
and then you're not sure if you're going to get those type of gaping holes. He can make the first man miss, but the pursuit from the Eagles could be all over him. I'm not sure if he's able to get 170 yards, but maybe around the 90 range. I think he still can be effective. The thing, though, is you can only be as effective sometimes as your quarterback. So if they turn into one-dimensional and then they're playing from behind, I think that's going to dictate how much usage Brees gets throughout this game. One of the most exciting matchups that I'm going to be paying attention to is going to be the elite cornerback duo in Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed going up against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And so do you think that both sides are extremely talented? Do you think that the Jets cornerbacks can have come on top in that matchup? I don't know, honestly, especially if Reed's uh, being off the injury report, coming out of concussion protocol. That's an encouraging sign for them. But the physicality that both receivers possess, specifically A.J. Brown and his size, if you just have him and Saw stand next to each other, that's yeah. a mountain of a man right there. Yeah. <laughs> Flying by in the pink shoes, making sure his daughter can see him at every chance that she can get. And then Devontae yeah. Smith is also phenomenal. I think that the way that they're able to utilize their receivers Brian Johnson, the new OC, has done a nice job. And I know that they're starting to get a better feel for the offense. And I was yes. monitoring that game that the Eagles had against the Rams. But I do think that this defense is very lethal. So the key to the outside cornerbacks having success is going to be the pass rush. If Quinnen Williams can get there inside, his brother Quincy Williams and the rest of the gang, Jermaine Johnson, can put some pressure on Hurts, that will allow the team to have a lot more time, or pardon, have the, uh, have the outside cornerbacks have a lot more time to get physical. But if you're going to give Jalen seven seconds back there, uh, yeah. they're going to get torched alive. Yeah. I want to switch over to the defensive side of the ball. You just mentioned it. We always talk about Quinnen Williams, but his brother, linebacker Quincy Williams, has definitely blossomed this season. We're seeing him very hot so far. He's been a critical piece for this defense. Uh, Robert Sala, the uh, head coach for the Jets, even called him a game wrecker on Sunday when he finished that game of two sacks, nine tackles, one for loss, and three QB hits. And so the Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard was able to get things going. And so that's definitely going to be something to pay attention to. But what's different? Like in the past, he hasn't been as productive. So what all of a sudden is making him this season be able to have so much success and be able be able to dominate at this level that he is i think think it's simply just opportunity he's worked hard he's always been a hard worker this defense is great and it's helpful when the cream rises to the top and you're playing against or playing with other elite defenders cj mosley more in the back nine in his career but still very effective we already spoke about the outside they have a great front four and then a bunch of guys that they can rotate so when everyone is able to do their job as bill belichick loves to say dyj then other guys are able to flourish and i think quincy has put in a ton of work and we've seen those tools but now he's putting it all together and obviously that was evident with the game winning sack and fumble this game is probably going to end up coming down to the Eagles offensive line against the Jets defensive front. And so I just wanted to ask you, Jalen Hurts got going a little bit. We saw a little bit of 2022 Jalen Hurts last week. What's the Jets game plan going to be in order to try to contain him so that he can't, you know, maybe use his legs the way that he did week five? 
Yeah, Robert Sala actually spoke about it in a press conference yesterday saying that they're going to try to get 11 hats on the ball. And that is going to be the only way you can try to stop, let alone contain the whole push touch, because we know how much yeah. the Eagles have had against that. But they yeah. understand when you're playing a team like this, we're all across the offense, whether it be Swift in the backfield, it's give or take. Who do you want to let beat you? Do you want Goddard, who had a really good game? Do you yeah. want to give it to A.J. Brown? Do you want Devontae? Everywhere they can attack you. So it's about finding out what are you going to allow. And I think the best way to attack Jalen Hurts is to fluster him, whether it be with different blitz packages, in addition to disguising up this, disguising up this, uh, disguising up the defense and making sure there are a couple of zone efforts in there, always making sure that you have two on the back end because of the speed that AJ as well as Smith has. So if you want to play some cover too, but I think overall it really is tough. You look at this offense, they have a bunch of options. You can't really stop them. Once again, like you mentioned, how they want to contain, that's what you can hope for at best. Do you feel that there are any matchups that may work in favor of the Jets? I think running back, uh, Brees Hall, but if we're going to focus on the defensive side, I like the opportunity for Quinnen to finally have a breakout game. Mm. He's uh, When he's top-notch outside of that contract, he's top three in the NFL, maybe one of the best. And he yeah. can definitely cause a lot of havoc. When you have that pressure up in your face, it's one thing when it's on the outside. If it's Hassan Reddick trying to chase down Zach Wilson, maybe you could step up and then you get flustered. But when it's right at your face, mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing that you can do. Hertz is really shifty at times, but when it's right at you, yeah, you can't do anything about that. So I think they do have an advantage with him if he's able to play like he's played in the past. Yeah, he was definitely a dog. Like, watching Hard Knocks during the summer, I was like, yeah, he's insane. He really is insane. But it's crazy because he hasn't really been, you know, as productive so far. Still early. You know, yeah. there's time. And so we might be able to get it going. We'll definitely see. Um, so I just wanted to ask you last question. Uh, keys to success for this game and a score prediction. Keys to success for the Jets. Minimize turnovers. Zach Wilson has to take chances, and execute in the red zone. So no field goals, touchdowns on the board because you're not going to win this if it's a super close game and it comes down to the wire. I don't think you can rely just on your defense. The offense has to actually put some points on the board. And for the score prediction, I'm going to go gangrene, meaning the Eagles, let's say 27, uh, 27-17. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's good. Not, not bad at all. Yeah, um, I think the, the spread's like, what, around like 14 points, but I was thinking 13. But maybe Zach Wilson uses these back-to-back games um, as a confidence booster. Um, but, yeah, I could see the Eagles rattling him a little bit. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be interesting because you can say that the Jets, when you look at some of these other teams that they've played so far this season – they do kind of play up to their opponent. Like, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game through and through. Also, the Jets don't have a win against the Eagles, and so I think that's kind of like a chip on their shoulder. Historically 0-12. Historically. Never beaten them. And so they probably have, a you know, this chip on their shoulder where it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to, you know, put this to an end. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, But thank you so much for your time. Did you want to plug anything before we get out of here? No, nah, not necessarily. I'll be at the game. So just follow me on all the socials at Justin Walters TV. I'm always willing to talk about the Eagles. So, yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs>
<laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate this, honestly. Anytime. P G N.